Good morning, all listeners. It's Sunday, July 23rd, 2023. It is 8.45 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 263 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Sunday fun day. Let's go! Sunday fun day, baby! <laughs> Very exciting stuff here, Boogs. We got some... Uh, Got some games to talk about, man. Got a big Sunday card in baseball. Second to last Sunday in July. Next week, the calendar will flip to August. And we will be officially one month away from college football. College football coming to town, man. It's been great all summer long. We've been looking at different things. Different uh, horrible situation going on with uh, Northwestern and their head football coach. The hazing issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a whole new regime coming in. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the the uh, players and the kids can uh, react to that situation. Um, second youngest football team in Division One will be none other than Roll Tide, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Should be interesting. We're waiting for the preseason top twenty-five, which will be released here in a couple of weeks. And on Saturday, August the 26th, approximately about 33 days from right now, Boogie and I will be with you Saturday morning, same time as always, about 8 a.m., for our Saturday Week Zero college football special. Boogie, we got a seven-game slate on the 26th. It all begins with Navy and Notre Dame at 11.30 on NBC from Dublin, Ireland. I like Notre Dame. Wow. (laughs) Lay it. <laughs> Lay it. Notre Dame's laying 20 to Navy. <laughs> Jacksonville State this year made the transition from uh, the FCS to the FBS. They are now members of Conference USA. They play their inaugural Conference USA game later that afternoon against UTEP. They're a one-and-a-half-point home favorite. Two of the worst teams in all of college Football play on the first day, and that's New Mexico State and UMass. We also have a FS1 night game between Ohio and San Diego State. That should be a good one. Hawaii visits Vanderbilt. San Jose State visits USC, and we cap it all off with Florida International and Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Those seven games on the 26th of August, we are one month from talking college football. Interesting to see what happens with Jacksonville State as they did transfer over, uh, but... No more Deion Sanders over there. And we have Deion now uh, over at Colorado, which is going to be interesting because that was Transfer USA. But ja- that's Jackson State. Oh, that's Jackson Not State. Jacksonville oh, State. I thought you said Jackson State. No, Jacksonville oh, State. Oh, Jacksonville State. Jackson State okay, is okay. still in the swag. Oh, yeah. Jacksonville State moved to uh, you got me excited because but Dion does open that uh, guy unbelievable what happened with him and his he almost had he had uh stuff going on in the surgery health issues yeah just recently got uh, a toe cut off didn't he yeah he, he had uh, some issues going on with his health major issues but yeah he's doing all right but a lot of players from that old team of his they came with him they did come with him yeah. and a lot of people were saying that it was bad situation that he was bringing bad 
bad things happen with all these transfers and kicking people off the Colorado team yeah. that he didn't really think that they were going to be and his his type of, of player. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Colorado. They're actually going to be in the inaugural Fox Saturday Big Noon kickoff game at 9 a.m. against national championship uh, team TCU who got blown out in the championship game last year. Georgia. TCU hosts Colorado in the first Fox Saturday noon kickoff game as a 19-point favorite against Colorado. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do with that team. But I I think he'll be able to – he's going to get players. That name is going to be able to recruit just on its own uh, with Dion the way he is. And we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, we have a lot of games. There will be seven games on the 26th. They consider that week zero. Week one starts on Thursday, the 31st. Um, the big game that day, you have Nebraska and Minnesota in week one, along with Florida and Utah, a rematch from last year, which the Gators upset the Utes. Uh, the Utes return Cam Rising, mm-hmm. looking for their third consecutive Pac-12 championship. We'll see how they do this year. There's some Friday games as well, The uh, highlighted by the Aflac kickoff game at the Mercedes-Benz Aflac. Stadium. Aflac. Louisville and Georgia Tech, an ACC conference game. And then, yeah, then you have the first big Saturday is actually September 2nd, technically week one. Every single team is in action. Ohio State at Indiana, notable game there, a four-touchdown favorite for Ohio State. Marvin Harrison Jr. and that receiving core looking to have a big year. Alabama's a 39-point favorite. My West Virginia Mountaineers are catching 20 at Penn State on mm. Saturday night. That's interesting. Do you believe the summer is almost over? It's crazy, man. And then you have a triple header on uh, Sunday, too. Because Sunday the 3rd is literally one week before NFL Sunday. So they're teasing you on a Sunday with a little college triple header. Northwestern at Rutgers on CBS. Oregon State at San Jose State on CBS. And the Camping World kickoff game, LSU and Florida State. And then every year they play a game on in week one on a Monday. And uh, it's Clemson and Duke. Will yeah. be the Monday night game. So lot to talk about here in about a month. Can't wait. Looking, Can't wait. Looking forward to it. And then we, we, we go into pro football as well. We're obviously in the middle of baseball season. And before we get to our baseball card, the Open Championship has uh, started their final round. We haven't really been able to talk much about this tournament because they're they're on a weird timeline. Um, literally, these guys started teeing off in the middle of the night. Yeah, out there in England. Yeah, midnight, 1 a.m., and the leaders just teed off recently. And right now, Brian Harmon, who had a five-stroke lead through the first two days, he shot a 69 yesterday, and he still has... A five-stroke lead. He has uh, he's even par today through his first eleven holes, and he has a five-stroke lead on Sepp Straka, um, and a six-stroke lead over Tommy Fleetwood, Jason Day, and Emiliano Grillo, um, and John Rahm as well, and Tom Kim. So Brian Harmon looking like he's going to take home the Iron Jug. And yeah, he, win the Open Championship. Looks like he's pulling away from this one. John Rahm had a great day yesterday uh, to get back in it, but he's still way behind uh, Harmon here. Yep. And uh, I don't think anybody else is really going to give him a test. I mean, he's already through 11. Yep. I think it's going to be uh, his his to lose here, a major choke job if, if he loses. Yeah, I mean, he's already through 11 holes. Everybody else is through 12, 13, or 16 holes so far. 
So he looks like he's going to have the course to himself for the last couple of holes here. We'll see if Brian Harmon can hang on and win the Open Championship later this morning. We have a 9 o'clock Peacock game, and you know it was cool because we gave this out last week, and I think it worked pretty well for us, if you remember right. In-game. It was the Giants and the Pirates. Mm-hmm. The Pirates actually took a lead in that game, and you could have got the Giants plus money pretty much the entire game, and the Giants, it actually went to extra innings, and the Giants won by six runs in extra innings. Wound up so taking I, care of business. I like how we can really position ourselves for this Peacock game with an in-game um, our, our play from the jump here is going to be the Padres. The Padres are at the Tigers today. Musgrove's on the mound. The Padres are going for a three-game sweep of the Tigers. And the Padres are playing some really good baseball right now, trying to get back to 500, only five and a half back in the NL. Uh, Tigers are seven back in the Central, just for notables out there for standing purposes. But Musgrove has pitched very well in his last several starts He's going for his 10th victory today, and this is actually really, really good because our play on this is the Padres' run line at minus 1.5, minus thirty. Another good part about this game, you can get in-game. If the Tigers go up like one nothing, you can get the run line at a fat plus money price. So keep your eye on that. We like the Padres by more than a run today, two runs or more. Against the Tigers. Yeah, I like the Padres minus one and a half. It's only minus one thirty-five right now. So if you can get it at a better price, like he said, uh, Tigers go up early, take the Padres. Those bats heated up yesterday, winning fourteen to three over the Tigers on the road. Uh, Friday night, Padres won five to four. I look for another same similar uh, game today as this offense is starting to heat up, and there's a reason why this Padres team uh, was chosen. To be one of the top teams with the lineup that they've got. This is true. And yeah. those bats are, of course, starting to light it up. And you've got Musgrove on the mound today, so should be able to take care of business against a uh, pitcher from the Tigers who was scratched with Scooble coming in with a Fiedo. Mm-hmm. One and four with a six ERA. Give nice. me the Padres. Padres on the run line to start our card. We have no doubleheaders today. There were no rainouts yesterday, so today will be a full 15-game card. Two games at 10.35 today. It begins in the Bronx with the Yankees and the Royals. Jordan Lyles is on the mound. He's 1-11 this season. Um, Worst winning percentage in all of baseball. Sev, we talked about yesterday, potentially on the trade block for the Yankees. He's had a rough season as well. But I just think the difference here is the Yankees are really under a lot of pressure. Um, looking to get back into this thing. Yankees are only two games back of the, of, uh, the wild card in the American League coming into today's action. Can't afford to drop one here to the Royals. I don't think they do that. I think they win money line. Minus $1.95, a bit hefty, but it's under that $2 threshold. I'll take the Yankees to sweep the Royals today. Yeah, um, I think Brian Cashman, Yankees general manager, is under a lot of pressure right now as well as the team. Hal Steinbrenner, owner of the Yankees, uh, not used to seeing them play the way that they have this year. Obviously, there's been a lot of injuries that they've had to deal with. Um, You know, hey, we saw it last year with the Las Vegas Golden Knights, or the Vegas Golden Knights, I should say, uh, with uh, VGK last year being able to overcome all the injuries this year that they did last year, and they won the Stanley Cup. Uh, Yankees got Severino on the mound. He is a possible trade bait right now. The Yankees need to uh, enhance their pitching as well as some outfield help. Judge is still probably another week away at least, Uh, but he is uh, batting practice and everything. But 
Got to go with the Yankees today. I think yeah. that they can get it done. Uh, this Kansas City team comes in 28-72. and 72. Uh, Yankees at home playing much better, and I like them to take care of business today. Minus $1.95, though. Yankees sweep the Kansas City Royals today. Play number two. Play number three, 10-35. Man, Giants really let me down yesterday, man. I actually had a ticket on the Giants, and they lost 10-1 to yesterday. There was a lot of upsets yesterday. A lot of underdogs came through. Um, and how? It's just the way it works, man. It's baseball. It's weird. Uh, Giants have lost four straight games. Um, if they're not careful, they're going to play their way right out of this thing. Right now, they hold a half game lead on the Reds for the second wild card of three in the National League. The Nationals are 14th in the conference, 40 and 58, 13 back. You're looking to be selling here this week. Probably get rid of uh, Candelario, who's their best hitter. Um, maybe Josiah Gray. Who knows what's going to happen with him? A lot of uh, they got some some players though that could help some contending teams. I think this is more of a overplay though with uh, Alexander pitching. He's six and zero with a three ERA, but he's a bullpen guy, so he's just kind of gotten into the right situations. Mackenzie Gore has got kind of touched up this year. I mean, they scored nine runs or eleven runs in yesterday's game, eight runs in the first game, and the over under is nine right now. Um, we're going to take the over nine runs, Giants, Nationals. Yeah, I like the over here too as well, my friend. Over nine, minus 110. Uh, you can go ahead and get that right now. And it is looking like uh, both pitchers will struggle a little bit. Uh, I like this uh, total to go over, over nine, Giants, Nationals. Giants need to start winning too because uh, this Nationals team is not taking them lightly at all. And the Nationals are in the cellar dweller. Yeah. Giants are fighting here for a playoff spot. They need These are the type of games that they need to win. 100% agree, my brother. Over nine runs, Giants trying to afford uh, a sweep. Trying to avoid a sweep, shall I say. 1040, we got a bunch of games at 1040. Five of them, I believe. Four of them. Um, Diamondbacks and Reds is next. Luke Weaver, interesting stat here, Boogie. The over has hit in every single one of Luke Weaver's starts. He's given up about seven runs a game. And the Diamondbacks score about five and a half runs a game on the road. Jose Ruiz goes for the D-backs. He has a high ERA. This is going to be a shootout. And we're on the over 11 in this one. Over 11 here. Uh, Reds are starting to heat up, too. Diamondbacks on the opposite side here. I like runs to be scored. Diamondbacks can go ahead and score on the uh, on the road as they are the second-best team on the road to score the most runs. Over 5.5, as you stated. Uh, you've got Ruiz pitching with a 5.48 ERA. Luke Weaver, 7.22 ERA. 11 runs is the number. Minus 110 to the over, over 11. Over 11 runs right there. Highest scoring game of the day. Mark my words. Orioles raise. Baltimore um, got a win yesterday, surprisingly beating Shane McClanahan, the ace. That shows me the Orioles are really for real. They have a one-game lead here on the Rays, and they can expand that to two with a victory today in Tampa. Baltimore playing some of the best baseball of the year, and Tyler Wells has been one of their best pitchers. And their lineup is absolutely stacked with the likes of Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rutschman, Anthony Santander, Austin Hayes, Akeem Hicks, Adam Frazier. 
They're a very solid squad. Rays have not been the same Rays team these last couple of months. They're falling by the wayside. And I like Baltimore to go in here today at a plus money price and win this series. Baltimore plus $1.36. I'll see you at the window with the Orioles. Isn't it funny how uh, the Yankees get rid of Aaron Hicks and now he is lighting it up for this Baltimore team, just adding more flavor to this team. And the Rays are not as as good as they used to be uh, earlier in the season here. And the Orioles are for real, as you said. I like the Orioles today with Wells on the mound. I think they can take care of business. And they're getting plus 136. Give me the Orioles plus money. Plus money, Orioles plus 136. When we were capping this morning, this is your pick that I was very much shocked with, and I could not believe it after we went through the analysis of it. (laughs) The Miami Marlins have the worst record since the All-Star break. They have not won a game yet. Not Um, yet. They are 0-8 since the All-Star break. They do pitch Jesus Lazardo, trying to get back uh, to their winning ways. And even since an eight-game losing streak, they're now one back of the wild card. So they dropped from the number one wild card spot all the way to out of the field. Rockies obviously are the worst team in the National League. Rockies are going for a sweep here today. And I just I'm very surprised with the way that you attack this one, Boogie, and it's gonna be our first drink bet. You know me, I'm a big trend guy, and if the Marlins have lost eight in a row, I can't get to the window with them. Especially the fact that their money line's over two dollars. It's insane. So I'm taking a stab at the Rockies here at plus one and a half, plus one ten to uh, cover the one and a half uh, runs. Lizardo is the guy that I'm betting on here. Lizardo is going to be the guy that's going to stop this losing streak for the Marlins. Uh, he is at home today, minus two fifty four. I mean, th- the books obviously know something's up, right? Yeah. Marlins yeah. losing eight straight right now. Haven't won since uh, before the All Star break. And now your best pitcher is minus 254 against his Rockies team. Something's up with that. Something's a little fishy, my friends. I'm going to go ahead and take the fish here. Marlins with Lizardo. Take care of business. Snap this eight-game losing streak. Minus one and a half, minus $1.22. Call me crazy, but also call me a winner. All right. We'll see. Drink bet number one. We don't have that many today. That's one of, I think, three maybe. Phillies and Cleveland is our next game at 1040. The Phils are looking to salvage a game in this series, so the Guardians are going for a sweep of the Phils. After beating them 1-0 yesterday and 6-5 on Friday night, they're pitching uh, Xavier Curry, who is a bullpen guy against Aaron Nola for the Phillies. Interesting matchup here. Both these teams are sitting pretty uh, decent here, Boogie. Uh, two games back for the Guardians in the Central, and the Phillies are one game back of the NL wildcard. So both these teams could be in October's showcase. We'll see what happens, but I think Aaron Nola does enough to get the Phillies a victory here. I'll take the Phillies minus 130 to beat the Guardians and not get swept. Yeah, Xavier Curry will start for the Guardians. He comes in with a 3-0 record and a 2.86 ERA. Uh, recently, he's been a long reliever who also has tossed three shutout innings in his last outing. I think that the Guardians can go ahead and keep this game under control with Nola on the mound as well for the Phillies. I like this total to go under eight and a half. Right. You're giving me even uh, Steven with the uh, money line here. So it's eight and a half is the total. I go under under even money. Eight and a half even money under for Boogie. Our first two-way play of episode 263 on this beautiful Sunday. The Phillies to the under. Braves and Brewers is next. Bryce Elder and Holy Ote. Ron, 
And the Brewers won game two of this series, and now it's a rubber match down in Milwaukee. Right now, Milwaukee's playing some pretty good baseball. They're now 11 games over 500 and have a one-and-a-half game lead in the National League Central. The Atlanta Braves, 11-and-a-half game lead in the East, secure in that number one spot with a six-game lead on the Dodgers for the number one overall seed. Number one versus number three. We talked about it yesterday. A potential playoff matchup. Might see this in a division series. Might see this in the NLCS maybe. You never know. I think Elder's a difference and those bats will finally get going again. And I'm going to take the Atlanta Braves at minus $1.62 to beat Milwaukee. Tuesday, I could not have been more wrong about the Diamondbacks-Braves game. Where that game was complete bat offense. 20. Nine runs. 29 runs scored. Diamondbacks 16-13 over the Braves. But since then, Wednesday, Thursday, 5-3 Diamondbacks win. Braves win 7-5. Now the Braves play the Brewers starting on Friday, 6-4 and 4-3. Julio Toran is on the mound for the Brewers. You got Elder on the mound as well. A great young kid that's been pitching lights out this year for the Braves. Tehran started in this organization for the Braves, pitched nine years for them. I think at home today, the Brewers go ahead and uh, keep it close. But I think that the under here is the play. Tehran's got a little bit extra uh, motivation here to pitching against his former team. Give me the total under 10 runs minus $1.20. We have back-to-back two-way plays with the Phillies in the under and the Braves in the under. Under 10 minus $1.20. That's our first 11-10 game. Our second 11-10 game is a AL Central matchup between the Twins and the White Sox. White Sox have not been very good since the break. They have dug themselves a hole, and they're 11 back in the Central right now. Um, the Twins are to just keep looking to extend their winning ways here. They've won four of their last five, and the White Sox have lost four in their last five. This is going to be a drink bet. Drink bet alert, everybody. Lucas Giolito, I think, is the difference. Look for him to potentially get dealt this week to a contender. He could really help somebody in the postseason. He's a great pitcher. And I think the White Sox can do enough here to steal a game. Like I said, sweeps don't happen very often. I don't think it happens here. I'm taking the White Sox plus $1.32. You know, before they played the Sox, the uh, first-place Twins did snap a three-game losing streak at home uh, with the victory. I like... This uh, Twins team today, I like the Twins with Ober on the mound. I think they can take care of business. Giolito has not been pitching well this year. He's probably going to be dealt, but we will see what happens. Uh, Twins at home today, minus 143. I think they can get it done. Twins minus 143, White Sox plus 132, our second drink bet here on episode 263. At 11.20, we had to regularly field for Cardinals and Cubbies, and it's the fourth game of a four-game set. Cubs have won the last two games here in this series, 8-6 and 4-3. A Cubs win, they take 3-4. A Cardinals win, and they will split in the season series here with the Cubbies. When you look at the NL Central, Cardinals are 11 back and the Cubs are 7.5 back, so... I mean, far shot, but you never know. With a couple months left, they have about 62, 63 games left on the schedule. Jordan Montgomery, I think, is the difference. Cubs struggle to hit lefties, and I think that Jordan Montgomery can throw a good enough game to get back to a 500 record. Cardinals minus $1.37. I'll take St. Louis. Yeah, I like the Cardinals today, too. Montgomery get back to uh, 500 with a 6-7 ERA right now. I'm sorry, 6-7 record, 3.14 ERA. Tyon. 3-6 with a 6.05 ERA. 
these teams have split their season series so far, four games each. I like the Cardinals today to take care of business, minus 137 only. Lay the, uh, the juice here, minus 137. Cardinals get the dub. We move on to our, a third drink bet here, surprisingly enough. Third and final of this one. We had three yesterday. Boogie got me 2-1. I owe you one. Yes, sir. Seeing if I can catch up on this one. Rangers and Dodgers, and it's to nobody's surprise that Boogie is going back to the well with the Dodgers. Back who to the well. Pick every podcast except for one. Emmett Sheehan is on the mound for the Dodgers and Martin Perez for the Rangers. Dodgers were one of our picks yesterday, and they smashed the Rangers 16-3 to right after an 11-5 win on Friday. The Dodgers have scored 27 uh, runs to the Rangers' 8 in the first two games of this set. We notified you guys yesterday this is a battle of the two seeds in the American and National Leagues, respectively. Damn near identical records, and they're both the two seeds and two World Series contenders. We talked about this um, off-air. This could be a potential World Series matchup if these two teams can put it together in October. Could be a World Series matchup in the Midsummer Classic. I just don't think the Rangers are going to get swept by the Dodgers, and Martin Perez is a veteran pitcher, and he's 7-3. and three. And I think the Rangers are uh, of some value today, and that's where I'm going. I'm going Texas to beat the Dodgers at plus 105. Uh, Rangers and Dodgers have been solid run line bets this season. That's where I'm going here, but I'm going with the Dodgers today. Of course you are. Minus 1.5 plus $1.35 for the value uh, max value here. Dodgers bats are hot, and Rangers are not. The worst case scenario in this drink bet is if the Dodgers win by one run. Yeah, so you gotta hope that they don't do that. But the Dodgers minus one and a half plus a dollar thirty-five is Boogie's play. All right, so that is our third and final drink bet. We end really strong with our afternoon games. We got uh, a few games at one o'clock, and then the Sunday night fix game, which we'll talk about. Astros and A's are next. The A's finally got off the schneid and beat the Astros for the first time this season yesterday with a 4-1 victory. Their first win in nine tries. They are now 1-8 against the Astros this year. Long story short, we know the ebb and flow of the A's. When they win a baseball game, fade them the next day. Luis Medina's gotten hit pretty hard in his time out on the mound this season. Hunter Brown is a rookie phenom for the Astros. I like them to get the Basco, and it does appear that they're missing Altuve and Alvarez a little bit. Um, as well as Michael Brantley. But I think the Astros will do enough here. Astros run line, minus one and a half, minus $1.40 to beat the A's. Yeah, I got to go back to the well here with the Astros. Minus one and a half, minus $1.40 here. I think the Astros go get back on track here. Uh, Brown, not great, but neither is Medina here. And the Astros control uh, the A's almost every single time that they've played this year other than yesterday so we're going to go back to the well here with the astros minus one and a half minus a dollar 40 take care of business the astros were one of those shocking losses yesterday and another shocking loss yesterday was by the la angels who lost to the pirates um pirates got their first win in quite some time and um they got off the schneid they're now 12 games under but they're so far they're in the basement of the central uh, 11 and a half back. The Angels are fighting tooth and nail in this wild card race in the American League. 50 and 49 and four games back of the wild card right now as it sits. Can't see them losing two or three to the lowly Pirates. I know Keller's on the mound, but Tyler Anderson was signed for a reason. A lot of the times that we've rode with Tyler Anderson, we've had good luck betting on him this year. 
Uh, Pirates struggle to hit lefties, and we're going to take Tyler Anderson and the Angels on the money line at the low affordable price of minus 116 to beat the Pirates. Yeah, I got to go back to the well here again with the Angels. Pirates uh, got a win yesterday, very surprised, but I like the Angels today to get back on track. Uh, watch for Otani to have a good game. Minus 116, backing Tyler Anderson. Uh, that's a cheap line for me. I'll take the Angels. Angels all day, every day, baby. The Mariners and the Blue Jays. Another 1 o'clock spot here. And uh, what has happened to Alec Manoa, man? He was an all-star pitcher last year. This year he's 2-8 and eight with a 6-1-8. They actually sent him down AAA to try to get his numbers right. And he gave up 11 runs in two innings in AAA. Mm. Something's up with this guy. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Brian Wu is the definition of an up-and-down pitcher. He'll give you six innings of shutout ball or three innings of seven-run ball. But I think the Mariners at home here, a winning home record, looking to sweep the Blue Jays right now. The Mariners are barking up the rear, only three and a half back of the wild card right now, which the Blue Jays are in the wild card, the, the last wild card, based off of their losing streak here. I think the Mariners get the sweep, and Brian Wu pitches well. Minus 138, Seattle Mariners. Yeah, the Jays also come into this game limping as they have a lot of injuries here. Uh, Wu, like you said, is pitching a little bit better. Uh Blue Jays, Manoa, I don't know what happened to this guy, but he is not pitching well at all this year. Uh, All-star caliber pitcher last year, 2-8 with a 6.1 ERA, 1-8 ERA here. Mariners at home, minus 138, got to go with the Mariners. Mariners all day long, Sunday night fixed game. I, I, I looked at the analytics of this one, Boogie. It's the Mets and the Red Sox. We didn't take a look at this game yesterday. They split the doubleheader, uh, suspended game from Friday. Mets won 5-4, and then the Red Sox won the second game 8-6. I think Cookie Carrasco is not dependable whatsoever. He pitches well in some games. In other games, he gets touched up. Brian Bernardino, I think his name. Oh, Brennan Bernardino, I'm sorry. He's pitching for the Red Sox. Looks like a potential bullpen game for them. But I'll tell you what, the way that Rafi Devers and that Red Sox lineup can hit righties, I like the Red Sox at home at Fenway Park to take two or three. When you look at the Red Sox right now, Boogie, they are only two back in the American League uh, wild card with the Mets seven back in the National League. So you have the seventh best team in the AL against the uh, 11th best team in the NL. And the Red Sox are in that brutal AL East where every team is good. More battle-tested, more bats at home. I think they win the series, and the Red Sox win minus 145. Yeah, the Red Sox have also won seven of their last eight meetings overall with the Mets. Um, you also have a guy like uh, this pitcher Bernardino pitching for the Red Sox. He's making his fourth start, 1.04 ERA. But he doesn't uh, really pitch long. It's just uh, basically a starter pitcher here. Uh, has yet to pitch more than two innings in his first three starts. He usually goes ahead and actually Nick Pavetta takes takes over for this him. True. Um, as a starter, he's 0-0 zero and zero with a 1.69 ERA. Uh, but this Red Sox team has been hot pretty much all month long in regards to their offense. I'm going with a better offense here. Red Sox take care of business, minus 145. So then I fixed game. I saw pretty much even bets, but 95% of the cash coming on, on the Red Sox. The the sharp players, the wise guys, know something in this game, and the Red Sox will take care and get the win. And that transitions me to my best bet, which is the Boston Red Sox tonight on Sunday Night Baseball. It's a fixed matchup. I think the uh, sharps are all over this, and I am a sharp player, so I will take Boston to win this game. 
Uh, best bet, minus 145. All right. Boogie's blockbuster best bet is going to be the under. The wow. under total in the Braves-Brewers game. Minus 120, faded to the under, under 10. I think this is a pitcher's duel here. Give me the Braves-Brewers under 10 as my blockbuster best bet of the day. All right. Braves and Brewers, under 10 runs, minus 120, and the Boston Red Sox on Sunday Night Baseball, minus $1.45. Got a nice little day planned here, Boogie. You can watch the Braves and Brewers at 11-10. That game will take you to about 2. You can grab some lunch and some more beer and watch some Sunday Night Baseball. And then have dinner after the baseball game. Sounds great. Sounds like a Sunday fun day to me. You guys have a great day. We'll see you guys next week. Bear now. Boogie out.